Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, hypnotherapist, coach, and I work with my clients to help them be free from those things that would hold them back. And you know the, what those things are, right? Our own thinking is typically what holds us back. Our, our beliefs, our limiting uh, beliefs, our, our, our bad habits and behaviors. So people come to me for all kinds of different things, um, to quit smoking, to get over anxiety. A lot of people come to me to do better on tests, to achieve their goals, to become better parents, business people, salespeople. And if any of those words, things that I've said resonate with you, I will tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the podcast. But for now, let's get into today's show. And it's Turning 60. What I've learned is the title of today's podcast. So I'm going to be turning 60 soon. (laughs) And so I wanted to share with you some of the things that I've learned. Now, I'm not the smartest guy around, but I am smart. And I'm not the most experienced person around, but I have experienced stuff. And I haven't had the most difficult life, but I have had some difficulties and things that I'm overcome. So in today's podcast, I've got no notes. I'm just going to let the spirit move me. And I'm going to share with you some of the really important things that I've gathered from being on this planet for 60 years. Now, if you're out there and you're 65 or you're 70, I'd like to hear from you what you've learned. And you can uh, go on to my, um, on my, on my uh, website, tedmoreno.com, and you can, if I left anything out that you think is important, I would love to hear uh, what you've learned in, in your life. So here's the first thing that, that I really got. The first thing that I really got is you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention to your own life. It is so easy to go through life sleepwalking. You don't want to do that, okay, because you'll miss out on your life showing up in front of you. And life shows up in front of you like every second that you experience. There's some change in the scenery. So one of the things I've learned is you got to pay attention. You have, a ha- you have to have an attitude of curiosity and uh, inquisitiveness. And, you know, the world is so big. There's so many things going on. And to be curious and to ask questions and to pay attention and like, why is that or why does that happen? Especially of yourself, especially of yourself to, to pay attention to you and what you need and what you want and what you feel to attend to yourself is what I call it, is so, so very important. And so the flip side of, of paying attention is being present. And I've said this a million times, but the only time we ever have is now, and the only place we are ever at is here. So wherever we go, whatever we're doing, we're always here now. And that's where everything takes place. Everything arises out of seemingly nothing, and it always happens here, and it always happens now. So being present to the here and now was probably one of the most significant things 
I ever learned uh, to do uh, was just pay attention. I learned a lot of that through, through meditation, which leads me to the next thing that I've learned is that quieting your mind through meditation or prayer or whatever, some kind of mind, mindfulness practice is one of the best things you, you'll ever do. It's absolutely, if, even if you just sit for five minutes and watch your breath, that quiet time is, it can be a, a game changer. It can be a life changer. So um, meditation, by whatever name you want to call it, I've learned can be so incredible. This morning I got up, I sat for five minutes and just watched my breath. For five minutes I sat in a chair and just watched my breath, and it had a huge impact on my day and still has. I mean, it's coming to you right now, right? Okay, so here's the other thing. Learn to appreciate beauty. Develop a healthy attitude of gratitude and appreciation for beauty. Look for beauty. Seek beauty, whether it's the beauty of the natural world or beauty in art or beauty in music, okay? I, I, I just can't... I have trouble relating to anybody that doesn't find beauty in something. And you can find beauty in, in the job you did, you know, waxing your car, or you can find beauty in, in a desk that you carved or something that you created, you know. Learn to appreciate uh, beauty uh, because there's a lot out there and we're gifted with, with beauty every single day. Here's another thing that I learned and I learned it in a very interesting way. Let me tell you a quick story. I was on a bus. I was in high school. And um, the bus was taking me to my, to my grammar school. And we, the, the bus made a stop, and a kid got on, a little kid who I recognized. He was in my grammar school. He was probably a few grades younger than me. And I can tell the minute he got on the bus... Um, that he was afraid, like maybe he hadn't taken the bus a whole lot of times. So he, he sat down, you could tell he was afraid, and he sat like at the first seat he could find, which is at the front of the bus, and he sat down. And I was just watching him, and I could see uh, his anxiety and his nervousness. And today, of course, I would have maybe gone over and said, you know, hey, how you doing? Or maybe talked to him, or maybe I wouldn't have because, you know, Kids are taught not to trust strangers, which is a good and a bad thing, but I just watched them. And then the bus made another stop and a woman got on. And uh, of course, this kid's just kind of freaking out in his own mind. And the bus driver yelled at him and said, get up and make room for her. And boy, he got up and he moved over and, and he was really freaked out, really scared. And the woman sat down and the, we went on our way. But I was looking at this little boy. Um, God, I just felt such sympathy and empathy. I felt such compassion for his plight. You know, he didn't understand. He didn't know. He was just a scared kid on a bus. And that taught me something. It taught me to have the greatest amount of compassion uh, for children and to really understand um, how difficult it is sometimes for children and how important it is to protect our children that they're our future and the, the you know, the, the future of our humanity is our children and, and how important it is to invest time and effort uh, into children. You know, and I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't relate really well with, with, with children. I'm not a good, you know, they don't flock to me, 
but I do realize the importance of being kind and I'm gentle with them and loving and I have my own two kids and boy, that is sometimes a struggle. But here's the other thing I learned and it's this. Every human, every grown-up person has inside of them some remnants of that scared child. Get that? So I don't care who you are, how much money you have, or how much you've accomplished. And I've worked with some very, very successful people. And what I've discovered is everybody has some kind of wound. Everybody has suffered some kind of loss or tragedy. And everybody is, you know, to, to, to coin a phrase I read in a book, you know, everybody is in a boat in the pitch blackness on a dark sea, just trying to find their way. And if you understand that, and if you can relate to that, which lies within you, that, 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 that wound and that, that scared little child, then guess what? You can have some compassion. You can have some compassion for every human being out there, okay? Because even the most depraved person um, is trying to find their way out of the darkness and into the light, you know? And I'm not saying we should uh, go easy on uh, murderers or anything like that. I'm not talking about anything having to do with that. You know, compassion doesn't mean that we um, that we condone the behavior of others. It, it simply means that we seek to understand another person's suffering. And I personally think that we, we collectively suffer from a lack of uh, compassion these days. So, which leads me to the next point, and that is forgiveness. If you hold on to resentment, and believe me, I'm a master at this. I'm a master at holding a grudge and holding on to resentment. But I've heard it say that being resentful, holding a grudge against another person is like wishing they were dead and drinking the poison yourself. And in my own life, I've really discovered how damaging resentment and holding grudges can be. Learning how to forgive, learning how to let things go, uh, boy, just can increase your quality of life so much. So that's all I'm going to say about that. A couple of more things that I've learned that I think are very important. Uh, Know yourself. Know thyself was supposedly inscribed over the temple at Delphi, right? Um, know thyself. So take time to get to know yourself. Take time to spend with yourself. Look at yourself, study yourself, and ask yourself, why do I do the things that I do? What am I driven by? Uh, what stops me? You know, the life uh, not examined is a life not worth living. I forget who said that, but I think it's a great quote. So what I've learned is that introspection is an important and very valuable uh, practice. And I know there's a lot of people that have no time for that. And I frankly, I don't relate to those people. And I think if you don't take any time to be introspective, I think you're either hiding something or you're just shallow. And you know, if that's the way you want to live your life, that's perfectly fine. But that's, I've learned uh, something different. And so in closing, I guess I'll leave you with one more thing that I've learned in my 60 years on this planet. And I've learned this, you got to find a way to enjoy life. You got to find a way to have fun. 
You've got to find a way to make life worth living. You've got to have some reason to get up every single day. You've got to find that, okay? You get to decide what your mission in life is. You get to decide what your purpose is. Maybe it's to serve God. Great. Maybe it's to create something fantastic. Maybe it's to serve people. You get to say life intrinsic, life by itself is empty and meaningless. I'm sorry. You are the you are the light that comes in and makes life meaningful, makes life worth living. So take that seriously because we only have a certain amount of time on this planet. Really make it as good as you can. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do that at tedmoreno.com or uh, you can reach out through social media. tedmoreno.com is my website. tedinyourhead.com is my uh, podcast webpage. Reach out and say hello on social media. And um, so let me leave you with a quote, one of my favorite quotes. I don't know who said it. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Try something different this week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.